Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're coming down to the last last couple days of the month, which means... No, this it, is the last day of the month. This is the 30th? Yeah. There's not 31 days in November? Nope. Man, what a rip. In December there are. All right, yes. today's the last day of the month. So if you're watching this and you want to get in on the Friendo Care Package for $20 on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We don't talk about this a lot, but I feel like we should give more. We got this amazing Going In Raw comic book that I whipped up like a couple of years ago, but it's still relevant. It's a timeless story that's being it really told. Is, and it's, 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 a, it's a story that can all be told within the pages of comic book. It costs way too much money to make Look at this. a major motion picture. Billions there's of an, dollars we have there's to be an, sunk into that film. There's an eye that's rocketing into space. Do you know how much it would cost for like a, a movie to do that? Well, here's the thing: we'd want it all practical. We want a, a giant eye, practical, not CG. We'd reach out to Elon Musk. The cosmos. Elon Musk would help us with this. Hey, Elon Musk, can you put this giant eyeball on the next launch of SpaceX? If we made it into so we can a movie. Shoot movie. So you get that. Yeah, you like the uh, the we got the uh, the on the live stream. Uh, uh, whenever we do a live stream, you got the little shot. You want these stickers? You want these as stickers? Our faces as stickers? Why wouldn't you? They're there. Also, with the $20 care package, you get the Red Friendo Club logo sticker. And for as long as we still have them, because I'm not going to reorder these things, the old school going in raw oh, logo. That makes them a limited edition. Limited edition. We're all about the new, so we're getting rid of those. Probably going to change this postcard when I'm run out of these two. You'll postcard here as well. But that's not it. You also get, for as long as we have them, uh, these Friendo Fest 2019 post uh, picture. Uh, That's genuinely limited edition. That's we were just going around, edition. going around StarCast handing these things out to people back when you're allowed to hang out with people. And then uh, this this is not signed, but I'm going to sign it. You're going to sign it. It's an 8 by 10 of us just standing there. We're just standing here just doing that, being really close to each other, which, again, you can't do anymore. Uh, so, yeah, $20 on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. So check that out. Yes, uh, please. Anyways, uh, yeah. How was your weekend? What did I do? I didn't do much. I didn't do anything. It was great. Came home Saturday. Did a whole lot of nothing. Um, Recorded a new That's Not Scary podcast late last night with fun. Lacey. Very, fun. very tired edition. Good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, let's just hop right into the news. Sure. 
We got a couple of news bits. Not not a not a heavy wrestling news weekend. Well, I think this first story could have some impact, uh, definitely short term. Let's, let's just dive right into it. So, uh, Wrestling Observer is reporting that the reason Braun was suspended by the WWE following his attack on Adam Pearce on last Monday's Raw, of course, if you recall, he like headbutted uh, Adam Pearce. Uh, Adam Pearce got a really bad uh, fake bruise on his, on his skull because of it, uh, and Braun was suspended due to the injury. Uh, however, Braun is not actually suspended, of course. He is being written off TV because, again, according to Wrestling Observer, he has a knee injury. Uh, Wrestling Observer adds that Braun was originally slated to face Drew McIntyre for the WWE title at TLC, but it appears he will miss that show due to this injury. Uh, we'll get to it more in our Raw preview. Tonight, we get Riddle versus Keith Lee versus AJ Styles. Winner of that, number one contender uh, to face Drew at TLC. Uh, before news broke that Braun was uh, in line for a title shot, I think we both said AJ Styles, uh, and I really see no reason to the, why AJ uh, won't come out of that match the winner uh, still at this time. Uh, did you see the? Uh, there was a video. <clears throat> I think I was. I think I was uh, uh, looking at uh, what's his name, Robert. So do Tua. Yeah. On yeah, Twitter, yeah. I think I was looking at his, and I think he had like a retweet or a link to a video from Survivor Series when Jay went flying out the ring and everybody and he, and he flew onto everybody and you see Braun go down and he holds his knee immediately. Mm. I wonder if that spot might have hurt it, might have exacerbated something that was already there. He always looks like he's, you know, he does the running spot, running around the ring thing, uh, which I'm sure if he didn't feel like he could do it, he probably would say something, mm-hmm. even though it is a very popular spot. Um and I mean, he only runs for like ten seconds, but uh, but when he does, whenever he runs, he looks like his knees are in pain. I will say this: since he dropped some weight and got more cut, he looks more comfortable running and such. Mm-hmm. Um, back before that, there was a spell there; it, it literally hurt to watch him walk because mm-hmm. um, it seemed like it was he was in so much pain. It seemed like yeah. since, since he lost some weight and, and got jacked, super jacked. He looked a bit more comfortable, so it's a bummer that uh, you know, uh, they, they seem to have this this kind of different take on Braun now, where mm-hmm. he's kind of going back to being a monster, um, and uh, to see that kind of cut short d- due to injury, that's never fun. Um, and hopefully, this injury isn't too serious. He'll be back uh, relatively quickly. Speaking to someone who was gone for a while and seemingly just came back. A while ago, we got some news on <laughs> Lars Sullivan. Steve, what's this all about? So, dude, we don't. We don't mention ringside news very much for a variety of reasons, but they do have a story that's it's just too good for us to pass up, man. According to them, Lars Sullivan's situation is not one where he is in line for a push. We have been told that there is currently, quote, nothing for him. One tenured member of the creative team noted that Sullivan's situation is just typical falling through the cracks. How he debuted with such, um, you mean re-debuted or debuted? He re-debuted. Sorry, uh, he re-debutted with uh, seemingly a lot of steam behind him. You know, coming out destroying people. Uh, I don't think that's the issue from a creative standpoint. I think those two interviews they had him do, which were virtually the same interview. I guess they thought maybe if he had another crack at it, he'd do better the second time, or the writing would be better the second time. Problem was, the writing was not better the second time. Uh, neither of those interviews were very good. 
neither have came off very good. I don't think there's a whole lot of excitement about those interviews. And uh, I wonder if in typical Vince fashion, rather than point the finger at himself, it was a situation where like, well, Lars, I gave you such good shit. And you did nothing with it. That's on you. Boy, that'd be... Here's the funny thing is it's funny because Chad immediately starts lighting up with uh, with their sentiments about Lars and and I've heard plenty on Twitter about Lars and in our YouTube comments I seem to be the lone defender of the guy <laughs> I, I I find I find the the total package of Lars Sullivan pretty fascinating um, or at least uh, worthy of uh, uh, you know consideration. For a, for, for a quality spot on the roster. You know what it is, though. I think a lot of that uh, goes back to his old entrance in NXT where he'd point his buttocks at the ring. Nah, man, I know. I know that was good stuff, and I, and I got a kick out of that. I thought it was hilarious. Anytime anybody points uh, their asshole at somebody, I think it's hilarious because it is. Uh, that being said, um, I, you know, I don't know how much of people's perception of him is sort of is tainted, and understandably so by the myriad outside uh, uh, activities that Lars has engaged in uh, and stories that have been reported on him and message board posts and this, that, and the other. I totally get that. And I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm pretty much there. I sort of, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to start hemming and hawing and, 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 and debating over like what other superstars that have been getting pushed uh, and what their outside activities have entailed are more uh, maybe egregious than his in my own mind. I'm not gonna really going to go there. I do sort of think about that stuff. Uh, but just on the whole, you know, what Morrow used to call the guy a, a Jack Kirby monster come to life. Um, I mean, if he was if he was a model citizen backstage and in his life that we've seen. Right. If none of that stuff had happened. Would people's perception be different on about him? I don't know. I don't know. What I see on camera with him, I really appreciate. I think he has a distinct, unique way of talking, of delivering promos. Um, I thought that back in NXT, he was this sort of odd dichotomy of a guy who could be really soft-spoken and wear polo shirts uh, on the outside and then on the inside of the ring be this really freakish monster. I see there's a lot to work with there. Um, you know, if, if his outside activities has tainted him, so be it in the minds of Vince or other people, so be it. But if Vince didn't mind that stuff, if he was okay living with it and he didn't find anything for him creatively, that does kind of boggle my mind because I see a lot that you can work with there. If you're strictly speaking about what's going on in the ring. Yeah. I think if Vince was bothered by any of the outside the ring stuff, he wouldn't have come back. You know, mm-hmm. um, right before the draft. So, so in my mind, it seems to indicate oh. that the issue is less that stuff and more just whatever he's been doing now. And that, as far as we know, the only stuff he's been doing of late has been in front of the camera with those those interviews. You know, Gary. Yeah, I, I agree. Gary MacArthur says Steve just likes him because he looks like level one raw gate mutant. Totally could be the truth because he totally does. Um no, I, I agree. I think the, the interview stuff was terrible. It was, yeah, it was, it really was terrible. It really was. Um, it was and really if it was bad. supposed to be his mankind <clears throat> coming out party interview, I mean, oh, th- it failed miserably. He was failed by creative miserably because mm-hmm. neither of those interviews were any good. They weren't going to accomplish anything. 
And maybe Vince feels, <clears throat> hey, we tried this twice. Uh, creative couldn't nail. I mean, I wonder if sometimes it's a matter of Vince thinking it's not the guy. It's if creative can't bring something for him, then he's just sort of SOL. You know what I mean? He's just sort of shit out of luck mm-hmm. because if we don't have the people to facilitate a creative, uh, uh, some 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 good creative for him, then what are we gonna do? Just stick him out there and have him keep on squashing Jeff Hardy? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, if that's so, that that's super unfortunate for for the for the the performer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I I was kind of shocked that he wasn't even that in that battle royal uh, that you had picked him to win. Yeah, um, that'd been a perfect place for him. It, it really was. Yeah, it was like the perfect place. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's some proof in this particular pudding. Potentially, yeah. Uh, let's talk about something that's pretty exciting, although there is uh, some bittersweet news to be had from from this. Triple Mania 28, coming up December 12th. AAA held their uh, pre-Triple Mania press conference today, announced the full card for the show. So we had heard uh, of some of these. Of course, hair versus hair, Pagano versus Chess Man. Uh, the Mega Championship bout between Kenny Omega and the Laredo Kid. The uh, Marvel Lucha Libre special match. We'd heard about those. Uh, announced today. You got Psycho Clown, Monster Clown, and Murder Clown versus Blue Demon Jr., uh, L.A. Park, and uh, Hijo de L.A. Park. You got a Women's Copa Triple Mania, Fabi Apache versus Lady Maravilla versus Chick Tormenta versus Lady Shawnee versus La... Yedra. Thank you. Versus Hades. You got. I Pentagon. love Fabi Apache. She's like my absolute favorite. Before you continue, quick shout out to our good friendos over at Cultaholic. Rating our Twitch oh, stream so right much. now. Thank you so much. What's up, fellas? Hope you guys are doing great over there yes, in the UK. Yes, yes. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix versus Octagon Jr. and Mysticis Jr. versus Tejano Jr. and Rey Scorpion. And then Steve's favorite, Nino, Nino. Nino Hamburguesa, Mr. Iguani Maximo versus Tito, Sant- Tito Santana. That's cool. Uh, Carta Brava Jr. E Mocho Cota Jr. Exciting stuff. I can't wait. Yeah, but there's However, uh, there's, some bad there's news a downside. Here, One, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It appears AAA will only be streaming Triple Mania on Facebook and YouTube. No Twitch co-streaming <sighs> opportunities here. A bummer, but we will still watch it. We will still cover it because it's still the best show of the year. I got a suggestion for me, amigo huh. Larson. Yeah. Let's reach out. Listen, here, this is the thing. No English commentary. No yeah. commentary de inglés, right? Yeah. yeah. Why can't that be us? Why don't we reach out? Eora. Hey, you, have, you, have you have a contact someone uh, within AAA, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he might be thinking we're trying to scoop, though. He might he might want in on this. I don't know. Listen, man. that would actually find be pretty out. hilarious. <laughs> let's let's reach out to Triple A. Let's okay. reach out to them. Okay. Let's see if we can get. Because look, here's the thing: if they're on Facebook and they're on YouTube, what speculate? Pure speculation, baseless speculation here on going in raw. Why wouldn't they be on Twitch? I don't know. Because don't it's know. not. Like, I I don't know. If they'd have a deal with YouTube. If they are also on Facebook, they're not going to have a deal with one of those streaming platforms. Oh, I understand that. If, you know, because they're not owned by each other, <laughs> like Facebook is yeah. owned by Google. Yeah, Facebook I don't know. Something. I don't know, man. 
Oh man. So, I mean, if we're able to, to, with permission, con permiso, uh, yeah. to stream on our Twitch and we're the official home of AAA. Well, I mean, I think even, even if it's a situation again, with their permission, con permiso. they just don't want to do Twitch stuff. Why can't we sí. just do it on YouTube? With uh, their permission, of course. Yeah. Con permiso. Right. Yeah. If we're allowed to do that, do it on YouTube. Um, yeah, well, we're looking at Jorge says AAA probably got a deal with Facebook streaming, but if they got a deal, they're not going to be on YouTube. That's not, I, I would think. I mean, they like exclu- exclusivo, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an answer for that. I don't. If it was just one service, then it might be, you know, you'd think it'd be an exclusive thing, but it's not just one. Mm-hmm. There's two. So Lucha, Lucha Chef says DMCA issues. If they're, by the way, somebody needs to tell them. Somebody needs to tell them. If they think they're going to be playing like Bon Jovi uh, on YouTube as part of their their they their their shit will be pulled down. If you're going to get away with it, it's going to be here on Twitch. And even now with Twitch, that's even kind of shady. I don't know. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing on Twitch, man. My new thing I've been playing uh, on my on my PS5 over here. Thanks to to J Mart. Yeah, I'm playing on my PS5 at night. Uh, and I'll turn on like a Twitch DJ, like a DJ on Twitch. Yeah. Right. So many of these DJs, they're still playing. Yeah. I don't care. Like music. I mean, granted they, they'll mix it up a little bit and they'll make it a little bit of their own, but still like the bass tracks. Yeah. 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 It's, it's stuff that a a bot should be able to pick up. It's like, here's 30 minutes of Depeche mode. Cool. I love Depeche mode. I think they're great. I'll listen to that. But how are they not being taken down? Don't know. Don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. I don't know either. Some things we do know, there is actually some of Raw written for tonight. Um, so let's get into this preview before we start answering some questions. First, as mentioned earlier in the show, we get a triple threat, or as they're dubbing it, a sudden death triple threat showdown. Keith Lee versus Riddle versus AJ Styles. Winner will face Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. I don't know what what does the death sudden about. death mean? I mean, any triple threat match, it's like the first pinfall, you win the match. I don't know. I don't know what this sudden death aspect is. I read mean? the thing about it. I don't know. I think they're trying to make it sound more exciting. It also says, don't miss an exclusive interview with WWE champion Drew McIntyre. He usually does several interviews during the course of a night. Usually there's like one official one that kicks off whatever action he's going to be in, and there are several leading up to said action. Mm -hmm. Which usually culminates the main event segment. Uh, We get a Symphony of Destruction match tonight between Jeff Hardy and Elias. More of this story. Can I make a prediction? I'm going to make a prediction here. This will all culminate. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to check my thing here. Uh, no, I don't want that. What day of the week is, uh, I think it's on Friday. Isn't Christmas what? on a Friday this year? Yeah. So that's, that'd be an episode of SmackDown. Okay, well, they're still going to have a Christmas-themed Raw, yeah, even though it's Miracle like... Miracle or the Malice on 34th Street Fight or something like that? That's going to be the, That's going to be these two. That's going to be no, these two. And that's a, a month from now. It's going to be a tambourine. <laughs> uh, I don't know, something, a musical instrument that starts with an L and a simple match. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is going to keep on going and going and going. Uh, I wonder, I, you know, it would be nice, though. You know, it'd be really nice. A story beat where Jeff Hardy's able to prove that it wasn't him driving that car. I know. That'd be cool. Like, there's a police report. Produce a police report. Mm-hmm. Find some mm-hmm. security camera footage. Yeah. yeah. From the PC, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, Randall Keith Thornton will appear on a moment of bliss, setting up, of course, a match between Randall Keith Thornton and Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he was on a moment of bliss like a month ago. 
Yeah. Two week, two, two, three. He's weeks a frequent guest. Yeah. He's like their, uh, oh, like their, uh, like Rob Reiner on, uh, on Carson. Wasn't it Rob Reiner used to be on there all the time? Uh, I don't know. Who was on Carson a lot? Jay Leno was on Carson a lot. Yeah, he was a he, guest host whenever. But then he was also like a, a stand, like a, on there a lot, I think. And that's why gotcha. he was able to get the, get the show over Letterman. I wonder how much history would have changed if Letterman would have got that show. That would have been interesting, man. Probably not a lot. Anyways. Uh, yeah, let's answer some friendo questions. What do you say? Sure. Geez, all that only took 20 minutes. Wow. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Questions. Here we go. Uh, B-Man, Patrick Sparks. What group of wrestlers would you get to make a five-person personal trainer group to get you into the best shape? Seth Rollins. Yeah, you get your CrossFit in. Yeah. Um, uh, John Cena, he's or, always like enormously jacked. Seamus, he's got those great Celtic workouts. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Bryan. Oh, he'll yeah. He'll work on flexibility and stuff. That's good. Do the animal moves. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And, and then... Um, uh, I would go with... Uh, Didn't uh, what about like Peyton Royce? She was like okay. peak physical, like for because she did she won a couple of those bodybuilding things, or she mm-hmm. she placed anyways in some mm-hmm. couple of those bodybuilding things. Okay, let's see here. Uh, nope. Where is the? Gee whiz. Uh, NJWP. You should all cruiser cruiser weight. Sorry, cruiser. Wait, wrestlers be allowed to compete on NXT 205 and thus challenge for the title. I mean, around the world or just within under WWE's umbrella? I, th- I I'm going to guess that NJWP means anybody under 205. So like the entire Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. uh, like everybody who is technically that weight. Now, like I, I there's just a perception difference. Like in in New Japan. You sort of one declare that you're moving on to heavyweights, and then B usually that signifies a physical change as well. Like for example, Will Osprey is. I mean, usually, yeah, they put on they put on the muscle to at least, you know, make it seem like they're 220 pounds, whatever the heavyweight limit is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if I know, like you know, 
they made kind of a big deal out of it, I think, or at least it was part of the story when uh, Prince Dev, when uh, Finn Balor, Prince Devitt, was uh, challenging uh, Okada um, because they were like trying to say, hey, let's. Uh, um, yeah, I thought I thought they made that sort of the story. Like mm-hmm. he was going into that with like the cruiserweight title, or maybe Gato had the cruiserweight. I don't know who had the cruiserweight title. Anyways, okay. Next, uh, Anthony Tobias with War Games this weekend. Will there be one or two more matches added to the card? Thanks, friendo. So there's two War Games matches, men's and women's. There's North American title triple threat. So that's three. Has anything else been announced yet? Thought there had been. I mean, the uh, war game matches typically go pretty long. So there's right now Loomis, there's four. There's, there's Loomis versus Grimes. Yeah, for the uh, strap match. So that might be it. Because the two those, war games, those war game matches tend to go pretty long. Yeah, yeah. So it'll probably just be four. You, a usual takeover has five matches. They might do six sometimes, but usually it's just five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean Barlow, fantasy booking time. Samoa Joe wins the Rumble. How would you book him versus Roman at Mania? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously, you do something with the family. Um, I'm trying to think what angle to take, what sort of tack to take, what story beat to take there. I mean, I it, to a certain respect, I could see they could have gone the the route of Samoa Joe, kind of doing what Kevin Owens is doing now, just being openly defiant. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you got to do with Roman. I mean, granted, you can't go to that well every time. No, and I think with Samoa Joe, obviously, you know, I mean, you can you can try to take the tact of you know, well, I'm Samoa Joe, you know, some there's something there, something yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> there's something there you could use. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the jostler if you were to go on a low calorie diet pick a healthy dinner and a low calorie snack to satiate your hunger what would cameron grimes kayfabe eat <laughs> are we picking this for for cameron, cameron grimes, grimes. yes 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 oh, okay like roadkill right All it would right. be like raw roadkill oh my goodness <laughs> i just feel like he's, he's got that vibe <laughs> Just gnawing on a dead squirrel. All right, very well. Uh, Nick, with the possibility of Asuka and Lana challenging for the tag titles at TLC, is it safe to say Creative failed to build up challengers for her? I'm sure. I'm assuming her means Asuka. Yes. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Do you I think, think it's... I think, hold on, hold on. I think they're spinning their wheels on that until Charlotte comes back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if it's less... We feel... I don't think they feel pressured to do so because Charlotte's coming back. I think that they're intentionally holding off on doing anything with her until Charlotte comes back. That's just the feeling I get. Yeah, same. Same feeling. Same. Uh, Noob and company, do you think Asuka's feud with Shayna Baszler will lead up to Ronda Rousey return at the 2021 Royal Rumble? I mean, there's a possibility that happens. Um I mean, I guess I'd like to see, you know, real concrete steps for an Asuka, Shayna Baszler feud. I think if they did that and refer to, you know, them being the two most dominant champions in NXT history, that could be pretty good. There was that rumor we heard a while ago that, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, that, uh, God, was it a rumor that Asuka versus Ronda Rousey was supposed to be the Mania match? 
Oh, really? Thought I heard that somewhere, but don't quote me on it, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, it's a distinct possibility. That's mm-hmm. a possibility. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Graham, uh, is The Rock capable of giving Tribal Chief Cryface? Not now. No. Not now. No. No, the way, the way, I'm sorry, but the way, number one, I mean, you know, we saw The Rock have cry face with John Cena. That should be the question. Could John Cena? And I don't think he could. I don't think, I think Roman's character right now and his performance and his complete command of that character is such that nobody's given him cry face. Nope. Nope. I'm just trying to do something. Which commentary team would Snoop Dogg fit the best in? So apparently he was really good on commentary during that uh, that boxing card over the weekend. Yeah, I was watching with the mods. Uh, it was it was it was interesting. It was something else. Um, uh, well, I'd say SmackDown, um, simply because they only have a two person commentary team. Raw mm-hmm. has a three person commentary team. Snoop Dogg on SmackDown. Also. You know, there's some there's some story built in there. You know, who always loves to come by commentary, uh, Bailey, mm-hmm. and give Michael Cole some problems. Bailey's big, uh, uh, you know, rivalry. Sasha Banks, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Yep, yep. Panda Police Club. After not watching WWE or AEW for about a month, is there anything really good I'm missing at the moment? Should I go out of my way to watch anything since Hell in a Cell or from AEW in the in the past month? There were some good matches at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Yeah, there were. Um, um, uh, this week's AEW will probably be pretty interesting. What with the the Kenny and Mox match going down, that should be really good. Full Gear had some uh, had some good matches. Yeah, they had it had a uh, Kenny versus a uh, Hangman. But the Hangman Page stuff lately has been really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Full Gear was more like story beats than great matches. You know, you had MJF and Jericho. It didn't have a great match. It was a good match. Uh, and it landed MJF a spot in inner circle. So that's mm-hmm. that's been interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Drew, with when Seth returns after Becky's pregnancy, do you see him returning as a face to challenge Roman? How would you both book his return? Uh, face challenge Roman. No, he's not going to get back as a face. No, they tried that. They tried the long. They tried that. Mm-mm. He's not going to be a face. I mean, he's better as a heel, so he shouldn't be a face. I mean, th- th- I guess there there's a way you can make him more of a tweener and retain. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The whole Monday Night Messiah gimmick or whatever they're calling it now that he's on SmackDown. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown Savior, I think is what it was. There you go. I don't really know that even works as a tweener. No, I don't think it does. Will Combs, what will Jay Uso get for Christmas this year? Well, he's got about another month to... Uh, to prove his bona fides, he'll get tears. Get he'll tears, get tears, a lump of coal, and probably a verbal lashing in front of his family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sober Chad, this is an interesting question. Which wrestler would get the biggest pop by beating Reigns for the Universal Title? So, I mean, there's a list of them: uh, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan. The thing is. It would have to be a very, very long-term situation. Yes. It would have to be that. I mean, you saw how much time they took with Daniel Bryan versus The Authority. Mm-hmm. It would have to be, you know, until WrestleMania 30, it would have to be on par with that. Yeah. Uh, the names you mentioned, I still think if they start really doing something with uh, with Big E 
he would get a massive pop for for beating Roman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy. Do you like the way they are treating Finn in the belt while he obviously can't go, or does NXT feel kind of directionless without a uh, fighting uh, top male champion? Um, they kind of—I don't know if this was fortuitous in terms of scheduling, or they once they realized Finn was out, they're like, "Oh, hey, we got to do War Games." Um, either way, it kind of benefits them that War Games is happening now because that's your obvious main event, and you don't need your champion in it. So he could take some time still to recuperate. Um, kind yeah, of they, as a, as a whole, I kind of feel like NXT is just kind of treading water creatively. Not to say it's bad, but I don't really feel like there's. You know, we kind of got spoiled with the Gargano Champa story. I understand that's kind of like a once in a generation storyline. You can't have that. Those kind of storylines going all the time. I mean, I still think it's possible to have stories that go on that long with that level of detail happening on a regular basis. But it really does spoil you because when they do stuff, when they're in a period now where it seems like they're between injuries and stuff, they're kind of a bit of a reloading phase. Mm-hmm. That they'll be good episodes, but the episodes were like, man, they're just really treading water, and and I don't know, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of momentum, if you will, behind NXT from a creative standpoint. Yeah, I wonder if Pat McAfee was a necessity that they called in a favor. Um, I mean, it's war games, so and it, they they did. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I do think that yeah. It, it's lacking that top line. I mean, they, they have been lucky in that they've had uh, an A story with the Pat McAfee stuff and now with the Undisputed Era being back. Mm-hmm. But Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, and, and, and Birch and Lorcan really are not A-level guys like to put out there for a story. Pete Dunne aligning himself with, uh, with Pat McAfee doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Um, I mean, it does from the standpoint that he'd want to get back Undisputed Era. That I understand. Yeah, specifically Roderick Strong, but yeah, the whole Pat McAfee association doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of does. It, it's kind of obvious that they're, you know, the War Games thing is happening because Finn, you know, he can't. They, they don't have a, a title scene right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's just the way it is. Yep. Uh, Mr. Bighead, with the Rumble coming up, would you like to see Bray pull a Foley and enter twice as Funhouse Bray and The Fiend? Yeah, sure. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Come out that'd early as as Funhouse Bray, later on as Fiend. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be terrific. Jason Lewis, you've discussed moments from this year you wish had been in front of fans, but what moments are you glad had no crowd? Uh, says uh, the Boneyard and Funhouse matches excluded. Anytime... They've had something in the ring where they don't have mics, where they use mm-hmm. camera audio or whatever, how they do it. Mm-hmm. It feels so intimate, far more real, far more mm-hmm. genuine, like the Roman Drew contract signing, stuff like that just wouldn't work if fans were there because they would feel the need to have mics because otherwise people in tennis couldn't hear. All the so, all the Roman J stuff, they've really taken advantage of that. Yeah, they really yeah. have. I wonder if that was a – because we've heard that Heyman's heavily involved in the creative there. I wonder mm-hmm. if – if he understood, you know, without fans, you could do some more interesting stuff with the audio. Um, I'm I'm much happier with Money in the Bank this year than I would than I would have been normally because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought that was just a blast. Like that's sort of it's between that and Firefly Funhouse. I thought they were both so inspired. They were so inspired. Oh, let's sneeze. Uh, Greg Morris, who is the next wrestler that could conceivably be the next to get the gender treatment? So like a guy out of nowhere getting like a big push, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Um, somebody who would be like, no, that dude, he's not going to win nothing. I'm like running through names right now. Um, I mean, how about for for a, a, a man, Alistair Black, because they ain't doing anything with him. That would be pretty shocking. Yeah, I mean that's it's that's such a different thing though because gender like really felt like. Like with Alistair Black, yeah, we've been waiting like two years now or a I year know. and a half or whatever for them to pull the trigger on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Slapjack. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody at that level. You know? Data Brooke. Data Brooke. There you go. That's a good answer. That's a, that's as good an answer as any. <clears throat> and Chad Gable. Yeah, Chad Gable's another one of those guys where it's like, why aren't they doing more with him? Like, I never thought about that with gender. I never thought, why aren't they doing more with gender? Yeah, yeah, no. You know. Uh, Sean Lathrop, who is more more likely to bring Alexa out of the Fiend's control, Braun or Nikki? Has to be Nikki. It's got to be Nikki. That's the story right there. Nikki. That's the story. Samuel Bronkowitz, uh, so now that The Undertaker is officially done, what is his final grade in going in raw math? I, it couldn't have changed from what we had it before, whatever that was. It's probably a high seven, right? Uh, let's see, being good. So in ring. So like, I was never a fan of his in ring work, but like his last couple, like you know, for the last that that period of time when he did the four years of HBK and oh, Triple H, great, great. That was great. That was great. Uh, seven in ring work. Okay, cool. Seven promos. They're kind of hit or miss. Mm, six. Six. Six promo. Look is a 10, though. Look is a 10. That dude has got the look. So that's 23 divided by 3. That's 7 plus. Uh, legacy. At least a 9, right? I mean, are you? would you go as high as 10? It's a 10, man. It's, it's the a perfect legacy. Kayfabe is, is probably a 9. You know, yeah. He wasn't winning titles. He was like basically unbeatable. All right, he's All an eight right. plus then. Eight plus. That sounds right. That yeah, sounds man. right. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Dula, you have been contacted by all the major shoe companies who are putting their differences aside to design the ultimate pro wrestling shoes. They want your input. Wrestling is no object, and time is not a factor. The only limit is your imagination. What features do your shoes have? Uh, you need ultimate ankle support, so yeah. No I'll, I'll leave this ankles. one to you. You're you're the, the aficionado. Um, I mean, I guess if the, if if money is no object and we have plenty of R and D time, um, something even more shock absorbent than say, uh, or or have a has a higher energy return than uh, Adidas Boost technology, because mm-hmm. we get a higher uh, energy return. In theory, it can make you jump higher. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I want to develop flubber for the shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but you know something that's that's relatively con- con- controllable. So you know you do a little hop and you're not bouncing ten feet in the air. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, although a lot of wrestlers when like wrestling shoes, they're pretty thin in terms of the soles. You know, mm-hmm. not a lot of them have thick soles. So I don't know if that's that's preferable for wrestlers. Even like amateur wrestling shoes have pretty thin soles and might be preferable just so you actually feel. You know, like your feet crept to the ground. So I, I think number one thing I do is is do a lot of research in terms of what wrestlers want from their shoes. Mm-hmm. 
two ankle support and uh, something uh, to, to to for for good energy return. Um, those would be the three things I think. Uh, you had me at flubber. You had me at flubber. Well, I, that's me... the ideal. If I, if we can develop some sort of flubber type technology. Yeah, sure. I'm sure, if we uh, we utilize raw gate technology, we can find a, 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 the proper chemical balance for flubber. Yes. Mr. Bifftop Johnny, would Roman Reigns' current run as champion work with a live crowd? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'd have to change things. They'd yeah, have, I, And I, I would legitimately be curious. I still think the other night, somebody asked sort of a question like this. I still think that Chicago and Philly would cheer him, and, and he'd have to figure out a way to try to battle that a little bit. Yeah, who knows? Because yeah. they would taunt the crap out of Jay. They would taunt the crap oh, yeah. out of Jay. Oh, yeah. You're oh, a yeah. crier, you know. Uh, Mr. Dope says, uh, should Nate Robinson retire from everything? Of course, he got, <laughs> he got knocked out. Oh, did you see the clip? I saw the st- – yeah, I did. I Actually, yeah, I did. I saw the Brutal. punch that knocked him out. Yeah. 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 Brutal. Yeah. Don't yeah. mess with YouTubers, man. <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> right. Wow. That was, Never would have thought it. That was pretty shocking. Yeah, the Tyson match was something to witness. Um, he looked like he was in great shape, though. And at the end of the match, he looked like he barely, uh, uh, you know, broke a sweat. And uh, Roy Jones Jr. looked like he had broke a lot of sweats. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, uh, it was, was still a draw guessed. for some reason. Huh? Man, I guarantee that was contractual. Probably. I guarantee that got, was contract. Unless someone got knocked out. Yeah. Unless somebody got knocked out, it was probably contractual. That would not shock me at all. Anyways, that's gonna do it uh, for us. Twitch chat, stick around for a little bit. I think Mr. Dope said something about a, a raid request. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.